0: Uh, welcome to another Know My Faith uh, Monday podcast, and my guest today is Ian Sinclair from uh, Church Online, from New Zealand's Christian events, c- events, and conferences, and you've got regional ones as well. Yes, a few Very regional plenty. ones. All right, so welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi Rob, good to be here. All right, your turn. Right, uh, today we're going to be doing things a little bit differently. Uh, usually on Know My Faith, Rob uh, interviews a whole lot of guests, but today uh, we're going to be uh, interviewing Rob. It's a bit strange, isn't it? Yes, it is. I was trying
0: to figure out where, when you and I met. We were talking about this over coffee before, and I'm pretty sure it was at um, what is now Elevate, but was the Christian Ministries with the Disabled Trust. Yes. In, uh, is it Mount Roskill or Mount, Mount Smart? Mount Smart. The Mount road. Smart, yeah. Yeah, way back in
1: 1995, maybe? Uh, no, I came to Auckland in 2003. Did so you? Okay,
0: so it'll be a bit later than that. A bit later than that, yeah. And then when I was at REMA, you were working for
1: um, Vision New, New Zealand. Vision Network, Vision Network of New Zealand, which is now uh, Christian Network, uh, New Zealand Christian Network.
0: Right, exactly. And so what you're doing now is this this church online.
1: Uh, yes, I am. Yeah. Uh, so how that all came about was uh, I had actually been involved last year in another online church that someone had started when uh, we all uh, had COVID came around and lockdown happened. Yep. And I was involved with that, and uh, that sort of gave me a bit of experience of doing church online and uh, how that all worked. And I really felt... Uh, God spoke to me this year about starting my own Church Online uh, and so I called it uh, Church Online New Zealand yep. and uh, it's what I have, uh, I've started out and I think it's done really well because uh, I yeah. upgraded uh, some gear towards the end of last year and a uh, new computer and uh, HD webcam so that I could uh, do Church Online New Zealand yep. really well. That's good and you're getting quite a few followers? Uh, yes, we are. Yeah. So I'm really happy with how it's going at the moment.
0: Yeah, it's amazing how God's moved us around, isn't it?
1: Yes. I think uh, technology's played an even greater part uh, since uh, COVID. Now, uh, I see a lot of churches going online now and uh, spreading the gospel. Yeah,
0: we were kind of forced to. Uh, because churches were doing it anyway. Yes. And some of the bigger churches, and some of those turned into. Um, uh, regular TV programs. Tark Barner is a is a great example. Yes. Uh, and I'm trying to remember. Is a guy from the from the North Shore in in Auckland. Uh, Peter Mortlock? Not Peter. No, the other one. There's another one. But but it's the same thing. I mean, they were putting it online for their own churches anyway. Yes. But now you've got a whole lot of smaller churches, and you've even got people. Um, I mean, like yourself, are doing doing church online. You've got people doing it in their own lounges. Yes. Yeah, you know, songs and sermons and all this sort of stuff, which which we never would have done if it hadn't been for COVID. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And now uh, out of that, uh, I see that Shine TV uh, putting on uh, churches on their uh, TV uh, regularly every Sunday.
0: Okay. Right. New Zealand
1: churches. Yes, yep. yes. Yep. Sunday Excellent. morning uh, to Sunday, uh, Sunday afternoon. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you've got
1: a whole variety there. You've got... Uh, Life. You've got equippers. Yep. I think Arise rise church have just come online there. Okay. On Shine TV. Yeah, for
0: those for those for those people that are not um, uh, computer savvy, because we we were talking about the uh, Christian ministry. Or sorry, Elevate Trust annual camp. Yes. Which happens at Totra Springs um, every year, but it didn't happen last year because of COVID.
1: No, last year they did it over Zoom.
0: Yeah. Uh which was for some people, like for one of the ladies I worked with, uh, it was a little bit annoying because she's not computer savvy, she's not you know, she doesn't have a computer there or a support worker on the weekend. No. To to turn it all on. Mm. So having it on something like Shine T V where you can just click it on. Is yeah, great.
1: Yeah. Be great, yes.
0: Right, we're just reminiscing about old days, so <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was actually involved uh, last year with the uh, online meeting they had. Uh, Well, I wasn't directly involved uh, where uh, it was being broadcast from. I was at the uh, centre, the Elevate Centre on Mount Smart Road, uh, where I set up a camera, and so um, when they crossed over to us, they were able to see us, and everyone said hi. And I think a few other branches also had... uh, gatherings so that uh, people who didn't have the technology could be there and yeah. Uh, participate
0: yeah no it was awesome it was it was it was good that that could happen so we don't know what's going to happen this year though uh, so.
1: yeah don't know at the moment no.
0: anyway look I'll, I'll hand over to you now for church online how's that
1: oh okay <laughs> that sounds good
0: <laughs> so that's my podcast done with i'll leave now no <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't think we've finished yet rob no <laughs> so we are going to interview rob but uh, just before we do that uh Rob's just asked me to share about Church Online New Zealand. Uh, so uh, Church Online New Zealand uh, is uh, online church, obviously. Uh, so we don't have physical gatherings, but it's just online, uh, live-streamed on Facebook and YouTube and Church Online platform. And uh, you're welcome to join in. Uh, the links to our Facebook page uh, you can find if you go on our live-stream website which is newzealand.online.church.
0: Yep, or, or just click the link. We'll have the yes. links down here. And
1: there. Yes, and uh, I think Rob also mentioned uh, that I run uh, New Zealand Christian Events and Conferences. That's right. Uh, yes, so uh, that's been running for a few years. And so that's just a way for people to find out about Christian events happening around the country. Uh, in the old days, uh, churches used to have notice boards about what was happening yeah. in their city and that. But if you go to churches these days, uh, you don't find any notice boards there.
0: There's not so much. And uh, of course, some people used, uh, when I was on Rema they had the, you know, the, the, church notice board there, Star still do it, I think, but if I remember real, correctly, one of the posts that you put there on the uh, Christian events, New Zealand Christian events online page, is that you were blown away by the number of events that were happening around the country. Yes. And you've had to actually create regional pages now. Uh,
1: yes, we do have a few regional pages. Yeah. So I've got Auckland, Christchurch, Hawke's Bay. Bay of Plenty. Bay of Plenty, yes. Yeah. There are some other uh, couple of other uh, regions as well uh, not run by uh, myself or the other admin that runs those okay uh, so there's well I found Wellington and Dunedin oh so they're doing their own thing uh, yes yep excellent everybody
0: doing their own little bit yes yeah and that's that, I mean that's what makes the body of Christ grow um, you know people say why do you have different denominations and churches and I normally use um, ice cream so what's your favorite flavor of ice cream
1: goody goody gumdrops
0: Seriously? Oh no, that's all right. Um, <laughs> so mine, mine is uh, hokey pokey, right? Now I don't know if I could handle a goody goody gumdrops church, <laughs> right? Uh, I could, I could maybe handle a uh, an orange choc chip church or uh, a passion fruit church, chocolate church. Yeah. No, but give me. You know, so I prefer
1: uh, hokey pokey. I do like orange choc chip too. There we go.
0: So we could both go to an orange choc chip church. You know? yes. But this is the same with denominations. It's it's this is the way I feel comfortable worshiping. Yes. Right? I could worship the way you you worship. It would be a little uncomfortable, but mm-hmm. I could still worship God doing that way. Yes. This way, oh, I don't think I could. You know that that's fine for you to do that. Yes. You know, and and, and all love and power to you. But please don't ask me to do it. Um, and, and so this and this is what makes us all. All different, all
1: different, yes. Know? But
0: all, all different, but all the same. So it's it's great that other people with the online stuff are going. Okay, well, let's let's just do the same thing
1: that yes. Ian's doing, you know. Yes, and I think uh, internet evangelism does have a purpose, uh, especially reaching those who uh, may not have been in church in a while or have uh, fallen away from their faith. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's uh, to me, it's. It's intentional, and I think we were talking about this before over coffee, it's the intention to see somebody else come to know the Lord.
1: Yes, I don't see it as a replacement for physical church, but hopefully something that the Lord can use uh, to draw people to Him and then they will uh, go find a physical church uh, to join and be a part of. Yeah.
0: I mean, this is one of the problems I have when I'm travelling around speaking in churches and speaking to small groups and e- even one-on-one yes. is trying to say to Christians you're not y- y- your role is not to sit here waiting for the rapture yes you know your role is to go out and make disciples yes you know um, I said I said to Don last night um, with so wasn't it? it was John Dunning I was saying last night yes. when we were out for dinner um, When I was preaching, uh, when I was pastoring the uh, Caddy Caddy Christian Centre, and we got to Matthew 24, and I said, look, we know that no one knows the hour of the day that Jesus is coming back. Yes. But imagine, imagine, Ian, if I told you that the Lord said to me this morning, Mm. right, that he's not Mm. coming back for 20 years, right? What's your role today? Go and make disciples. Yes. Right? Imagine if I said, Ian, the Lord spoke to me this morning and he said he's coming back at two o'clock this afternoon. What's your role for the rest of today go and make disciples yes right nothing changes but what we see our role is is sitting in church come on thinking about lunch there was, was second coming come on it's it's you know it's 2021 time for the second coming yes and we just we just we're just sitting it's all about me going yes. to heaven when
1: i die so uh yes i think the church online uh, does have a part to play and yeah. Yeah. Uh, i run that on sunday evenings and uh, I attend a physical church Sunday morning because I believe yep. it's important to uh, fellowship and have input from the Word of God. Yeah, yeah,
0: which which we should do, and it's it's good to get that. And, and there's a lot of Christians nowadays, they step out of church. Yes. They go, no, I'll just do everything online. You don't get fellowship, true fellowship
1: online. No, you can't just sit at home and do church in your PJs.
0: No. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's true. Please don't come to church in your PJs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear, oh, dear. um, So what drives you with church online?
1: Uh, Really, um, I like technology. I've uh, had a passion for it since I was younger, and I sort of see that uh, technology and my love for Jesus uh, can be used uh, to be able to evangelise and reach people for Jesus.
0: Yep. And that's the whole thing, is that reach people for Jesus? Yes. Yeah. Right, I should let you ask me some questions now, because that's, that's what you wanted to do.
1: Uh, yes. <laughs> a lot of people may know that you used to work for Rima and, uh but I think a lot of people don't really know a lot about uh, about how you came to know the Lord. So uh, maybe you could share a bit with us about how you uh, met the Lord and got saved and share a bit of your testimony with us.
0: I grew up in a, uh, in a Christian family. I grew up in Dunedin. Go Dunedin. Ravensbourne, <laughs> um, and I. If, if coming to know the Lord's a diffi- difficult thing because I've always known that Jesus was God because I grew up in a Christian family. Um, Billy Graham came to New Zealand in 1969, I think it was, um, and I went forward and uh, and gave my heart to the Lord at that age. Yes, um, but when people ask me when did you become a Christian, my response is normally which time. Uh, because I certainly didn't behave as a Christian for a lot of my teenage years and and 20s. Yes. Um, It it was interesting. Somebody asked me once, they said, you know, when you were doing all those other things, you know, the drugs and the booze and and all that, you know, were you still, or did you still believe in God? Hmm. And I thought that's a good question. I never stopped believing that Jesus was Lord. I never stopped believing that Jesus died for me to pay the price for my sins. I just, um, as A.W. As Tozer says one time, he says, you don't, you don't lose your faith when you backslide. You just stop being driven by it. Yes. And so I, I put Jesus on the back burner for many, many years. And I finally discovered um, probably in my late 20s, early 30s, that being a Christian is not uh, just believing that Jesus is Lord. It's following him and doing what he says. Yes, um, and and see that's what drives me. I've got just open here this, this, this passage in the Bible is to me is, is this. It's got the scariest word in the Bible, and the word is many. In Matthew seven, Jesus says, "Not everyone that calls out Lord, Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven." Right, and. Th- this is one of the things we do with Know My Faith. Is uh, we we try and teach the uh, cultural understanding and historic context of the scriptures. So when in Hebrew um, they didn't have uh, control B and control U, like on the Text. computer. Yeah, you know. So if you want to highlight a word in Hebrew, you, you you know you don't make it all caps or anything like this. What you do is you repeat the word. Mm. I see right. a
1: lot of uh, people that have Bibles. Uh, still, some that do have physical Bibles. They highlight uh, the bi- uh, use a highlighter and highlight it in their yep. Bible.
0: Yep, the, This one I have, and I've got my other one of my other Bibles as well highlighted. But in in Hebrew, you don't do that. What you do is you repeat the word, all right? Yes. And so when when God calls Abraham, Abraham, all right, It's it's a it's a term of endearment. Yes. So. When when Jesus says here, not everyone that calls out to me, Lord, Lord. So it's, it's not everybody that's going to shout to the Lord or the, you know, yes. not everybody that does that is going to enter the kingdom of heaven. Mm. Only those who actually do what my Father says. On judgment day, and here's that scary word, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, you know, a, a term of endearment. Yes. But I, I prophesied in your name. I, I healed people in your name. I did miracles in your name. And Jesus will go, you're not coming in, and the, and these are people that that plead with the Lord to His face. That they were Christians, mm. and He says He says no, I never knew you. He said I never you, it, it, and it's, it doesn't say in it doesn't say on that day one or two. Mm. It doesn't say on that day a handful. But and these are not these are not Muslims and Hindus and Buddhists and atheists and and Zoroastrians and and you know, Zen warriors or whatever. These are people who. Genuinely believe that they are saved just because they believe in their head, and that's what I was.
1: Yes, and just because you have head knowledge and you go to church every Sunday doesn't mean that you're going to go to heaven. Yeah, does it?
0: And, and and this is more than just head knowledge, though. This is, I mean, like Lord gehring has got head knowledge. Yes, you know, he's certainly not going. Um, but this is, unless he repents, this is people that genuinely love the Lord. Yes. But many of them won't enter into the kingdom of heaven. Because why? Because they're not actually doing what they're supposed to do. And so I discovered that that Christianity, being a Christian, is not believing Jesus died for my sins. Christianity outworked. And this is the, and again, with the Know My Faith teaching, what we try and bring out is that the the Jewish understanding of the, the New Testament scriptures were written in, yes. faith is evidenced by works. Right. If you believe something, you will put it into practice. Mm. So that's so that that's what drives me at the moment. Is is that? So I gr- grew up in that Presbyterian Christian family. Yes. Um, so I always believed, and, and I've been through. You know, when I'm, I'm Presbyterian Baptist. Um, currently with a Brethren Church, uh, pastored the Assemblies of God church.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll talk about that shortly, yeah. but. Uh, before that, uh, you were working at RIMA, I uh, think, uh, at the radio announcer. Yeah. Uh, uh, were you involved with radio before that?
0: I, yeah, I actually got I got a sovereign call to go to radio from God while I was in Sydney. And he just gave the, the call sign, the three letters, 4XO, which is the call sign of the, the main radio station in Dunedin uh, at the time. And uh, so I started there in uh, 1987. The secular radio. And secular radio um, moved through there, did you know, did all sorts of different things. Um and in fact I'd I'd resigned from secular radio. They they'd asked me to play this little comedy piece. Yeah, a lot of you back in the days like when Chicken Man was around and things. And and, and a lot of these little comedy shows, two minute things, they had um, a little a little innuendos in them, you know sort of like British comedy, you know. Mm. This one, it was called Lucinda Lovejoy, and it was, just, it was just disgusting, the whole thing, and I refused to play it. So I ended up leaving the radio station, and about a month later, um, Radio Rema opened a new office in Dunedin. So I thought, oh, I'll yes. go on and support the office, you know? Um, and I got asked on that, on that night, would I consider doing a few weeks over Christmas uh, at the end of 1992 to give the regular announcers a break?
1: So that's how you became involved with RIMA. Yeah, I signed up. I signed up for seven weeks, right? Seven, yes. Seventeen
0: years later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I remember. Uh, I'm, I think I'm old enough to remember uh, back in the uh, I think 80s and 90s. Uh, there were offices of RIMA around the country. They had yeah,
0: REMA had so the head office was in Christchurch. There were regional offices in uh, Invercargill, Dunedin, Nelson, Taranaki. Uh, you know, uh, Bay of Plenty, Auckland, all over the place. Oh, yeah, because Rema started in Christchurch. Started didn't it? in Christchurch. Yep. Um, after many, many years, it's, the um, Dick Berry got the got the call uh, in 1961. It didn't go on air until the late 70s. Yes. You know, it took a long time for that to happen. So yeah, so that's the, I started there, and then. Um, and I made, I made little concessions, and I won't show you any photos, but in those days I had earrings and long hair. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Rima had a dress code at the time. <laughs> they still do have a dress code. But um, I said, well, I'll take the earrings out, but I'm not cutting my hair. So, uh, but I stayed on with Rima, um, left for Bible college in uh, beginning of '96. Yes. Came back, um, got a call from Andrew Urquhart, actually, because uh, Rob Bielerstock, he had been doing breakfast.
1: Oh, yeah, he used to have long hair,
0: didn't he? Andrew did, yeah. Yeah, he has cropped hair, I think, now. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so uh, mid-1998, I got a call from Andrew and asked if I'd be consider coming back. So I stayed there from 98 through to 2010 when I went to pastor the church. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, I've uh, actually been on Rema myself once when I was younger. Uh, there was a uh, kids program that I was on one year because uh, uh, a lot of you who don't know my testimony, I was sick with chemical poisoning in 1990, almost died and I used to come up to Auckland fairly regularly. I was living in Hawke's Bay at that time and uh, one time when I came up I was on the um, on the children's show. Uh, it was... I can't remember who was presenting it, but there was. Was uh, that in in Auckland? Yes, yes, at uh, Rima. Oh, it, it,
0: it, it was either um, Stu Deval or me. Was it no, live?
1: Yeah, on, it was on, live on a Sunday uh, morning. No, no, there was someone else. Uh, there was a man. There was a lady. I've got photos of it. In Auckland. Yes, it was in the nineties. Oh, okay. In, early no, 90s. Oh, that's
0: before. Yes, yeah, before my time. Yes, yeah, but early nineties. Yeah. Yes.
1: So yeah. I have been on Rima once. Yeah.
0: Oh, excellent! Just once. Yes. Yeah, but you're all over the internet now, so... I am. ...you're making up for it. Yes. It's amazing how God's changed that around for both of us. Yeah.
1: Yes. Uh, So uh, you mentioned that you, after Rima, you went to pastor the Caddy Christian Centre. So tell us a bit about that.
0: Well, I'd been... When I was working for Rima, I'd been doing very much the same as what I do now, and that's travelling around the country, talking in churches. Um, And... The the Christian Center had a um, an advertisement in the back of the Challenge Weekly for a pastor. Yes. So I, I emailed and I said, "Look, I'm I'm not interested in the job, but you know, if you if you don't have a pastor, I'm happy to come down and speak on a Sunday morning." And uh, the secretary said, yeah, that's that's great. We'd love to have you. And as we're trying to work out a weekend that suited both of us, it's like, can you come this weekend? I go, no, I've got promise keepers. Well, can you come this? You know, I can come this weekend. And I go, no, we've got Jeff Wickland." You know, <laughs> I go, what about this weekend? No, I'm in Australia with the grandchildren. So in amongst all of that, the secretary just writes at the end of the one of the emails, P.S. Have you ever considered pastoring? <laughs> and in my mind, my answer was, yes I have and I've thrown that consideration out and God just tapped me on the shoulder and he said you type Y-E-S send (laughs) and I'm going but that's not the right answer he goes (laughs) yes it is and um, so within 12 months I was I was pastoring that church uh, the Caddy Caddy Christian Centre and I did that for uh, nearly 10 years nine and a half years yes Um, and so since then and now I've done things like um, narrating audiobooks Yes. Uh, for various different people, for Ariel Ministries, Dr. Arnold Fruchtenbaum, Yes. Uh, for Creation Ministries International, I've done a couple of New Zealand um, young people's Christian novels. Yes. So and and working now full time for Know My Faith, doing the, the podcasts and and writing articles and again travelling around.
1: Yeah, so I've been watching your show, and uh, you've had some interesting guests on the show recently, like Ray Comfort, uh, Nigel Woodley from Ebenezer New Zealand, and uh, Jeremy Dempsey from OAC Ministries. So uh, how did that all come about?
0: And Ian Sinclair from
1: Church Online. Oh, yes. Yes. So how did that all come about? I'm not sure,
0: actually. It's... um it's it it grew. It was something I think Don. So Don's the boss at Know My Faith, and yes. uh, Don Thompson. And it's something that Don's had in the back of his mind the whole time, and one wanting to do. Yes. Uh, but didn't really have, um, didn't have a host to do it with. Yes. So what we want to do is we want to talk to people. So it's, uh, again. Um, and know my faith, and 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 for me personally, the the more you know your scriptures, yes, the more likely you are to go and tell other people about Jesus. The problem is, uh, so many people don't know their Bibles. You know, so many people yes. that have been in the church, and this is the one of the things. And I, and I don't say this about people in the Christian Centre, so don't don't get me wrong with this from the you know the Caddy Christian Centre. But having been a pastor for nearly ten years, I realised how spiritually immature a lot of people that have been in the church for a long time are. Yes. They, they don't, you know, you say, you know that story in Numbers where the old man's picking up sticks and they go, huh? <laughs> oh, you know the story about David did this? Yeah, huh? You know, so yes. we want to teach, but we want to teach the Bible that the first rule of systematic theology is what did the original readers understand the person to mean? <laughs> and because we've, because we've thrown that out, um, we start, making up things. For instance, um, it's easier for a, uh, a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to get into heaven. Now, nobody knew what that meant, so they invented this story about the camel gate in Jerusalem. And There was never anything like that. Camels can't even, once they get on their knees, they can't move. Yes. Right, so, so the whole thing was made up because of a lack of understanding. Um, another example, when Jesus touched the leper, yeah, the, the man with leprosy came to Jesus, and he said, "He says, if if you want to, you can heal me." you know, and Jesus touched him and healed him. And we go, "Hang on, hang on." He touched a leper that would make him unclean. So people go, "Well, Jesus overruled the law of Moses." And you go, "No, he didn't actually." Because if you read the whole Bible, you read what Luke says is the man was full of leprosy. And when you go back to the law in Deuteronomy, it says if somebody's completely covered in leprosy, they're no longer unclean, so you're quite legally allowed to touch them. So we want to teach people uh, what the Bible actually says, and and I think we're, and we do that from looking at that historical and cultural context of the scriptures, so that people don't teach rubbish, mm. so that Jesus is going ah now you understand me a little bit more, yeah. and so that they're enthused to go out. And so what we do is we we grab uh, mostly we grab um, people who have that evangelistic mindset yes. of telling others about the Lord, but are also able to expound the scriptures from that viewpoint.
1: Yeah. So with what you've been saying, is that how know my faith came about? The, the, mostly,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, there's there's another organisation that. Uh, that we run which is called yesh now yesh is involved in hosting Israeli travelers through the country Uh, most of the hosts are Christians yes uh, but they're very unaware of again the the connection between Christianity and um, and Judaism Mm. and they don't know how to talk to their guests about Yeshua um, some of them are a little bit too over-enthusiastic about doing it. Some of them are a little, um, again, ignorant of that, that connection. And so Know My Faith sort of grew out of, of, not just for those hosts, but for others to say, this this is the connection. Um, most of the Israelis that, Israelis that travel here are they're unbelievers. They're, sec- they're as secular as, as the man on the street in New Zealand. Um, and they don't want to come to New Zealand and be Bible-bashed. By a whole bunch of Christians, mm. they want to come here and have a good time, um, and so and again. But the thing with what Jesus says, he says, show show people your faith, right? If I, if I if I bang you on the head with the Bible and say, Ian, you must believe this, you you know, use that South African, you must believe, you know, you're just going to sit there fold your arms, right? And you go, I don't want a bar of what you're talking about. But if I if I show you there's something different about me, then you're going to ask. Yes. Why are you different? It's so so that's that's where Know My Faith kind of grew. We, we, the, the yesh side is not an
1: evangelistic outreach mm. to Israelis at all. Yes. So how did you become involved with Know My Faith?
0: Probably through um, – Don is on the board of Ariel New Zealand, which is Dr. Arnold Fruchtenbaum's – Yes, I've um, heard of Ariel yeah. Ministries. So – uh, what happened was, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard Dr. Fruchtenbaum speak, and I'm, I'm pretty sure he won't mind me saying this, but he's not the most entertaining speaker. <laughs> um, but he also realised, he's pretty smart though, he realised that today we're living in a, in a world of audio books. Yes. Right? And he realised that he was not the person to narrate his own books, so that the call cool went out around the world, we need someone to narrate Dr. Fruchtenbaum's books. Um, and uh, Johann uh, van Furen um, who is the New Zealand director of Ariel Ministries, he goes, I know the perfect guy. I used to listen to him on Radio Rima. (laughs) Um, And so they asked me if I would narrate the books, which I did. And then Don and Johan got together and talked, and the end result is me with Know My Faith.
1: Wow, that's uh,
0: amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's amazing how God works, isn't it? Yes, it is. to, To me, Ian, it's like... I say to people, find out what your purpose is. Yes. Right Now, my purpose is not to make podcasts. My purpose is not to... um, wasn't to pastor a church. My purpose wasn't to be a Christian broadcaster or or whatever. My purpose is to use the voice that God gave me... Yes. ...to influence people for Him.
1: Yes. And uh, certainly with the way the Internet's working... um, Moving its uh, now videos and live stream, and I believe God's using that to uh, to really be able to speak to people yeah. and uh, yeah. uh, wherever they are, uh, they can watch it on a mobile phone or on their laptop yep. or on their TV. Yep,
0: and we we haven't gone to the live um, the live streaming yet, although uh, we're talking at the moment of doing um, some Zoom uh, round the table discussions. Yes. um and picking topics that are um, that are particularly relevant the people I mean I'm just in the middle of writing a Bible study at the moment so yes. it's another thing I do with know my faith is, is Bible studies and uh, the topic is on w- what happens when we die what does the Bible talk about death hmm. um, because the Old Testament obviously written in Hebrew uses the word sheol yes. Which is the Hebrew word. The New Testament, written in Greek, uses the word Hades. Yes. But you've also got in there um, Abaddon, you've got Gehenna, yes. you've got the Lake of Fire. Yeah. You, you've got Abram's bosom. What are all these things? And, and people don't know. Christians don't know what they are. Mm. So I'm writing this Bible study. It's just, just and it's based on Fruchtenbaum's work, too. Yeah. Um, is this is what the Bible says happens, because people want to know. It's the, it's the, the three big questions. Yes. Where do I come from? Why am I here? Mm. What happens next? Yes. So this this is in the in the what happens next. Sure.
1: Well, your show is actually live streamed because uh, when oh. I talked to Don, <laughs> uh, he said that I could uh, stream your show out on uh, Church Online New Zealand. Yep. And uh, I've been doing that and in the group, so... Uh, you already are on live no, stream. we're
0: live streaming that way well, that's good. Well we're gonna do we're gonna do a uh, probably do on our, our our own Facebook live we might I don't know, can you connect the two Facebook pages to do a, a double live stream?
1: Uh, yes yes you can because uh, uh, when you go into uh, the Facebook live options that ask you if you want to uh, share it to another page so uh,
0: excellent. so we'll do that sometime and we'll get get some of these people that I've spoken to yes uh, we'll, we'll grab a topic that's being talked about. And, yes. and we'll discuss it from
1: that way. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So if, if you are um, managing the page, you can share it to another page yeah. as well, or, or oh. you can oh, Don share, it, and, share it. Don
0: and you can work out. Or, that. or, or you
1: can share it to uh, to other groups. Yeah, yeah. In your live streaming,
0: it's amazing what you can do.
1: So I don't want to give uh, any spoilers away, uh, but if you don't mind, can you tell me what guests you have coming up on Know My Faith? Uh,
0: well, we've got this guy, Ian Sinclair, from Church Online, News. <laughs> see.
1: Um,
0: we're going to be talking to Perry Trotter. Um, Perry is, um, you may have seen the, the uh, Auschwitz Now uh, exhibition, which is currently. He also ran an exhibition called Shadows of Shoah. Shoah is the Hebrew word for the Holocaust. Yes. Uh, and he runs a, a website called Evangelical Zionism. Um it's interesting we're, we're, there's a lot of Christians that that love Israel, you know they, and they do tours. and I remember talking to Jerry Bulow when Sharon and I were in Israel a few years ago, and Jerry yes. is a, a Christian tour host. and he he does mostly evangelical tours of the Holy Land. and and he says they just don't get it. right They, they love Israel, they love Jesus, they lo- but they don't get that connection how we as Gentiles are grafted in alongside Israel to those promises that God gave to Abraham. Um, and so um, what's happened is there's an awful lot of evangelical Christians who are actually anti-Israel, yes. right? They love the land of Israel, but they're not all that fussed about Jews being in the land of Israel. So Perry, Perry talks about that with his ministry. So I'm looking forward to talking to him about that. Um, We have a couple who are the wife is uh, an Israeli-born Jew, and the husband is a New Zealand-born Lebanese Arab. Yes, right. They both love Yeshua. They both love the Lord, Uh, and so we said, we go, how how does that work? Because the whole Arab-Jew thing is is pretty volatile most of the time. Um, and we'll still look for more people. Uh, I'm just I mean, I'm online at the moment looking for people. There's one guy who I've got to chase up um and he talks about Messiah in the Dead Sea Scrolls, which I, I don't think I've heard anyone talk about that at all. Yes, so I'll, I'll hunt him down and we'll we'll talk. So yeah, that's just th- three of them that are that are coming up. Yes.
1: well, thank you, Rob. It's been good talking with you today.
0: Yeah, it's been great. And um, and we wish you also all the best with what you're doing online. My my older brother runs uh, several Christian websites. Yes. Um, back in, when was the end of the world? 2012, wasn't it? <laughs> was that the one?
1: Uh, there's a movie made about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But I think we're still waiting.
0: <laughs> we are. Um, around that time, Jeff did one of those reverse Google searches. You know, what phrases are people looking for? And one of the biggest Searches at that time, because of the whole Nostradamus thing and the, and the Mayan prophecies, was end of the world 2012. I think it was 21st of January or something that, that was supposed to end. So Jeff built this um, this website called End of the World 2012.net
1: I think um, I've seen it. Uh,
0: it was if you if you typed in because he did all this this search engine optimization and everything. And because he used utilized a lot of friends, right? So he would he built the site and then he would he would email all of us and he'd say, Can you type in end of the world 2012 in a Google search? Go to page 96, right? <laughs> Who goes to page 96? Go to page 96, no. click on my website, go to a couple of pages, and then log off. Don't go onto any and then a week later, He would email back can you type in end of the world 2012 go to page 14. right sort of jumped up so he actually had that website at number one it was above um it was above cnn bbc wikipedia national geographic whoever he stayed at number one for i don't know how many months so if you typed in end of the world 2012 His website was the first one. And he ran on there, I mean, he gave lots of information about all these prophecies about the end of the world, but he also put uh, that good person test in that Ray Comfort does. Yes. And I can't remember the exact figure. I remember Dave Mann from the Hope Project was blown away by it. I think it was seven and a half thousand people made a profession of faith, right? First time profession of faith by looking for information about the end of the world. Mm. Yeah, so the the, the online things they, they have incredible ability to reach people for the Lord. It's 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 the you know Jesus came the first time, the yes. Romans had built the roads. Yes. Right? The Greeks had given us the language, yes. The Romans had built the roads, mm. so the gospel was able to go out. Well, the, the language now is English, yes, and the road is the internet.
1: Yes, and I think God can use uh both uh, the internet and also the physical to uh, reach people for Christ. Oh, always the physical.
0: I, mean, no, I, I, we're not, I live in Caddy Caddy, so we do these podcasts mostly. This one's in Auckland at the uh, the Christian Ministry Centre in Onehunga And so we say thank you so much for allowing us to use the building. Uh, we mostly do them in our studios in Garden Place in Hamilton. So yes. I, I travel over. I, I work two days a week in Hamilton. Um, the other day as I'm driving back, here's a guy with his thumb out right? He's, he'd actually been in Thames, he'd, um, he'd been arrested in Thames, taken to the courts there, but they were closed, so the, they brought him to Hamilton, left him there overnight and said, find your own way home. Hmm. So, you know, and what do people do when you pick up hitchhikers? What do they ask you? What do you do for a living? Okay, yes. excellent. So one-on-one, talking about the Lord, or online, one to thousands.
1: Definitely those things are a great opportunity.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing. And that's what I love about when we were talking before. It's it's seeing the opportunity, realizing that that's what we're called to do. Yes. We are not called to sit in church and wait for the, the, Lord the, to the, return. The, the Lord to return. We are called to go and make disciples. We are yes. called... To, to shine our light, as Jesus says in, in Matthew 5, shine your light before all men that they see your good works, which means you've got to do something. And will glorify and, and your, glorify Father, your in Father in heaven. You know? So that, that's, that's what I try and encourage people to do is to not just sit there um, reading their Bibles and watching online stuff, but to get out there and tell people ab- about the Lord. Yes. Which is what you're doing as well.
1: Yes. yeah, And I've certainly, uh, when I came to Auckland, I was involved with uh, street evangelism for a while. Uh, I used to go out on Queen Street on Friday nights uh, with a group and uh, speak to people about Jesus. Yep.
0: We used to go out when we were up here. We went out um, Wednesday nights um, doing a sausage sizzle in Aotea Square. Yes. Right, because these guys, you know, these street people, they needed, you know, they needed food, so we go and feed them. And if somebody asks you the question, see, this is what I say to people. In 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 Peter, it says, always be prepared to give an answer for the hope that you have within you. Yes. The easiest way to give an answer is if somebody asks you a question. So I say, Lord, get that person to ask me a question. Right, and then answer their question. Um, but again, it's being it's being prepared to do that because i don't want to... Th- th- these many people that, it, that jesus talks about in matthew 7 I, I don't want that on my watch
1: no i don't I, want it on my watch I, either no,
0: no i don't want anyone to go you know imagine imagine if you were one of those many people and you genuinely thought you were saved you genuinely love the lord you're in church singing this that and the other thing you know the revelation song and it's all you know, it's all heart and you know, and and you stand before the lord and he goes ian I'm sorry, you weren't actually saved.
1: I say about God. I went to church every Sunday. Yeah,
0: but imagine if your pastor was standing beside you, you'd be going, "Well, what were you teaching me? Because you said I was saved." Yes, right, and that—that's a huge responsibility
1: on us as teachers and pastors. Yes, I, I think there's a saying. Uh, I think a lot of us have probably heard the saying. Uh, yeah going to church doesn't make you a christian any more than going to mcdonald's makes you uh, you hamburger. hamburger.
0: that's right yeah no and going back to what i said before um i grew up in a christian household i have always believed in in, in my in the worst of my times living that other life yes. i always believed jesus was god and that he died for my sins i never ever stopped believing that but i got to a maturity place where i realized that christianity is not simply this western mindset of believing yes it's when when the bible says believe it's from the jewish mindset which means your belief uh, the actions follow your thoughts yes and so being a christian uh, there's a lot of people who believe Jesus is Lord that aren't going to heaven, right? Believers don't mm-hmm. go to heaven; followers go to heaven. Yes. Anyway, see now, now you get me teaching all the time. <laughs> so anyway, I think I think we've we'll just keep going around in circles and talking the same stuff because that's 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 our intention is to see you if you're watching this or listening to this is to see you get to a, a mature point in your faith where you realise that God is calling you to do something. He's created you to do something for him he's created you know it says that you know that uh, we are his workmanship created in him to do good works that he prepared beforehand for us to do and and that's a point where you come to through reading the bible through spending time with the lord and through practicing doing it Um, and so i encourage you check out church online uh, and uh, the other things that Ian is doing, uh, check our websites and uh, our podcasts and all sorts of things. And Ian, it's been great. We, you know, keep great. doing what you're doing. Great
1: having you uh, interviewing me uh, here too. Uh, so we'll shake hands on it. So just a reminder: <laughs> uh, uh, New Zealand Christian events and conferences. Uh, we're on Facebook. Just search us up, Church Online New Zealand on Facebook as well. Uh, so if you just search for that, uh, you'll find us. Now we have to argue about who finishes this. Uh Just say, Amen. Amen. Amen.